We hope you'll be blessed and inspired and challenged and motivated by this fresh word from Christian Heritage Church. But for just a couple of minutes, I want to talk to you about walking in the power of God. What that really means in our lives. We're experiencing His presence and His power in this room today. And I've come to tell you that regardless of what you carried in, He's sufficient. He's sufficient. He can forgive you. He can deliver you. He can set you free. But not only can He, but He will. He will. And that will happen before we leave this place today. Someone said, why do we need to walk in the power of God? I'm appalled that we assume that we don't. Do I need to say that again? Someone said, why do we need to walk in the power of God? I'm appalled that we would think we do not need to walk in the power of God. You see, you and I need to understand the condition our world is in. The only remedy and the only hope is Jesus Christ. He must be poured out and manifest for all place. We need to walk in the power of God when we begin to think we can do everything by ourselves and on our own. We need to walk in the power of God when we think we can fight and win our own battles. We need to walk in the power of God when we think we know what's best for our lives and we make our own decisions. We need to walk in the power of God when Holy Spirit is only called upon in times of emergencies. Listen, I've come to tell you, God's not a 911 God. He's here every moment of every day. And yes, when you have a critical situation, He's there. He's there. But He's there all the time. We need to walk in the power of God. I thought about this when I wrote this statement. It's actually been in your bulletin the last couple of weeks. I just hadn't got to it. When we only pray and attend worship when it's convenient, we need to walk in the power of God. We need to walk in the power of God when we trample on His grace through our rebellion and disobedience. Look at our society. If there's ever been a day in the history of the world, this is the day that we need to experience believers walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you realize that 236 people that were elected by the people of the United States went to Washington, D.C., and in the session of Congress passed legislation called the Equality Act under the guise of making the playing ground level for everyone regardless of their sexual preference? But when you strip that back and really look at it, that act is designed to strip away religious freedom. To punish those who do not agree with the agenda of those 236 people. Folks, if there's ever a day that you and I need to stand up and declare the Word of God and walk in the power of God, it is this day. I want to make a statement to you. God loves everybody. It doesn't matter your sexual preference. He loves you. But because He loves you, He provided a way for you out of what the Bible calls sin. 
And the only sexual relationship God blesses is in the bonds of marriage, one man and one woman. Everything else is outside of that blessing. And it's sin. It doesn't matter if you call yourself gay or lesbian or homosexual or if you call yourself a, a straight man or a straight woman just moving from relationship to relationship. It's sin in God's sight. You need to understand that because the Holy Spirit comes, we talked about it last week, to convict the world of sin. He comes to convict you and me. Show us when we're not living right and doing what God's asking us to do. <clears throat> Our legislators have cloaked this in the phrase of, it's just like the civil rights bill. I'm talking to every black person in this room today. It's not like the civil rights bill. The LBGTQ whatever community didn't have to sit at the back of the bus. They didn't have to use a separate restroom. They didn't have to use a separate water fountain. They weren't treated and aren't treated as though they are inhumans or non-humans. They're not hanged or lynched because of their particular lifestyle. Would somebody hear me today? It's time to open your mind and recognize when Satan sows deceit, he sows it widespread, he sows it broadly, and the only remedy is the power of God. The power of God. It really doesn't matter if you agree or not, I'm going to keep going. I serve a God of righteousness and holiness. A God whose standards are clearly outlined in the book we call the Bible. That's inspired by Holy Spirit. God breathed into men. They wrote it to give us a roadmap for faith and conduct. And anytime our conduct violates the word of God, we are not living in faith in Jesus Christ. Living in faith in something else that will lead you to destruction. We need to understand that in this day and in this hour, we need the power of God. <clears throat> the church needs to rise up once again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because listen to me, what they passed is nothing like the Equal Rights Act. Nothing like it. It's all about punishing those who do not line up with that ideology. Mark my word, the day is coming. If Jesus tarries, that the church of Jesus Christ will have to make a determination, will I stand for what's right or will I fold to the ideology of today? Will I stand and be persecuted or will I bow and bend? The Hebrews said to the evil king, we will not worship your image or bow to you. It doesn't matter what you do to us. <clears throat> we know what our God will do and our God will bring us through. Church, you got to come to that place in your life. You only get there by being full of the Holy Spirit. You only get there by living in the power of God. Don't tell me this is about civil rights. It's not. Don't go down that road of uh, cultural persecution. 
Most of you know who I am. You know my great-grandmother is full-blood Cherokee. Don't you even start me talking about what's happened to my people. 40 million killed since Columbus landed on this land. It's not about equality. It's about bending the will of a people to uphold the philosophies of hell and the devil. And if there's ever a time for you and me to grow a backbone, and we only do that by being filled with the power of God, it's today. Today, we have to be filled with the power of God. Holy Spirit, come and fill us this morning. We need to learn to live in the power of God. Louis, come here. Bring that bottle with you. 1965, the Florida Gators, and you're going to love this because I'm trashing the Gators, were pathetic. They were horrible. They started strong and then they just ran out of energy, strength, and power. Come to find out those guys were dehydrated because we know what the heat of the deep south and the humidity does to us, don't we? So they started strong and they finished poorly. Sorry, Couture, I know you're a Gator too. So their team physicians got together to address the issue. They discovered they were dehydrated. All the fluids ran from their body. And they developed this cool little drink that we know as Gatorade. Gatorade. And that Gatorade replenished them throughout the game so that in 1967, the same Florida Gators actually won the Orange Bowl. What a turnaround, all because of the Gatorade. Now, when I was thinking about this and did a little research, here you go, you can have that back. When I did a little research, I found out that there is an urban legend that says Gatorade really wasn't invented at Florida, but rather at FSU in 1964. And they called it Seminole Fire Water. Come here, Chris. So I ask a few of you, Seminoles, is that really true? And everybody said, I've never heard of that. So it's an urban legend. But if you know, and if you're a Seminole fan, you're not going to touch Gatorade, are you? Just the name repulses you, drives you away. It doesn't matter if it's going to refresh you, energize you, make you finish strong. You're not touching that stuff because it says Gator. So... In 1984, Coca-Cola came up with Powerade. Now, look at these two bottles. They're different colors. That's by choice. This one's orange. That's by choice, too. Seminole, Gator. All right, I lost that on you. You'll figure it out later. If you read the label, you know what? They're the same. They're identical. The same stuff in Gatorade is in Powerade, but the difference is the name. Listen to me. This is the point I'm making. You need to crack those open. Don't leave. You're going to drink them. <laughs> this is the point I'm making. Too often we say, well, I'm a Methodist. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Presbyterian, or I'm a Pentecostal, I'm Assemblies of God, I'm this, that, or the other, and we split up over Gatorade and Powerade when it's the same thing. I've come to tell you, if you know Jesus Christ, the same Holy Ghost flows in your life. Strip off the label, and you're going to find it's the same exact thing. 
So why are we so bound up in our religion, in our jargon, in our terminology, that we don't allow God to fill us with his power so we can walk in power to change our culture? Drink that stuff. Tell me how it tastes. Is it good? It's good? Is it really good? It's not really good. You see, Gatorade has the slogan, is it in you? Listen to this. Is Holy Spirit in you? Because if he's not in you, you will not walk in the power of God. If he's not in you, you're going to run out of energy. If he's not in you, you're going to give up and lay down when times get hard. If he's not in you, you're going to say this whole thing about walking in the power of God is a farce. It's not reality. It can't be done. Take another drink, a big one. Don't just take that little sip. I want to see you drink half the bottle. Come on. Come on, more. Help me out. More. Come on, Louie, more. Come on, Louie, more. More. You're the Gator fan. Drink that Gatorade. Drink that Gatorade. More, Louie, more. If you don't have him in you, you're not going to live victoriously in this life. If you don't have him in you, you're going to be calling me every other day. Pastor, pray for me. But I'm here to tell you, when you get Holy Spirit in you, regardless of the label on the bottle, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your denominational name tag. When he's in you, when he's full of you, when you're full of him, you're going to be able to stand. You don't have to call me. You can say, I know my God is able. You can lay hands on yourself and be healed. You can speak in faith and it is done when he is in you but if you're leaving it in the bottle it doesn't do you a bit of good doesn't do you a bit of good doesn't give you an ounce of strength doesn't cause you to overcome doesn't change the end result but when he's in you come on somebody when you're full of the Holy Ghost come on somebody when you understand I can walk in the power of God, I don't have to be the tool of the toy of the devil. I don't have to stand and allow you to run over me, but rather I can stand and say, I know who you are, devil. I know you're defeated. And right now, come on, you are under my feet because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Now I'm going to walk in the power of God. Y'all are shouting now. You wait till tomorrow. Because you know what's going to happen tomorrow? He's going to walk to you and do that. Are you kidding me? This guy can bench press 496 pounds and I can push him over? Come on, be full of the Holy Ghost, Chris. Come on, resist him. Don't allow him that sin. Don't allow him to push you around. It's time you got full of the Holy Ghost and you stood up to the devil and say, you will not bully me. You will not push me. He's going to complain later because I bruised his shoulder. You wait and see. And I'm going to say, get over it, cupcake. <laughs> it's okay. Come on, somebody. It's time to realize what God has put in your hand, available to you. The power of the Holy Spirit is real. And when he flows into your heart and flows into your life, you can stand and face and fight the enemy.
and you stand in a place of victory knowing it's already been done. Knowing that on the third day, when that guy named Jesus came out of the grave, it was over. History's written. The end was done. Devil is defeated. Victory is mine because he lives. That's walking in the power of God. So when your bank account only has 97 cents in it this week, I'm talking to somebody. Would you quit whining and complaining and start trusting God? When the doctor gives you a diagnosis that you don't like, if you're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit, you stand up and say, I heard what you said, but I believe the good report. And the good report is I am the God that healeth thee. The good report is you shall live and not die. The good report is by his stripes I am healed. Calvin, you encouraged me. You shared a few months ago that you were diagnosed with cancer. But I see you here worshiping. You got a smile on your face. You know that God's in control. You know the enemy is a liar. You know that death is defeated. Oh, somebody tell me, is there anything about our God that's not to like? Living in the power of God, walking in the power of God. You can be here or you just take a sip. And that probably tastes bad, Louie. I've had that blue stuff and it is bad. I'm with you on that. Or you can be where he's poured out and flowing through your life. Where every morning, every day, every moment, anytime you need him, when the devil shows up to knock you around, when he shows up to tell tell you you're a failure, you're not going to make it today. You're a loser. You're going to die. Your wife's going to leave you. Your kid's going to hate you. Your job's going to fire you. Your car's going to break down. Your roof's going to leak. Whenever he shows up, no matter what he says, you can square your shoulders. And you can say, that is a lie from the pit of hell. And I know that because I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And I'm walking in Holy Ghost power. And it doesn't matter what you say, devil. You will not break through the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, stand to your feet this morning. Somebody, if he makes you want to shout, would you throw up your hands and give him praise and glory and honor today? Worship the king. Magnify him. Exalt the name that's above every name. If you want to be full of the Holy Ghost right where you stand, just let him move in your life. Let him fill you. Open your mouth and say, Jesus, I need all of you. Send your Holy Spirit to fill me and to flow through me. Overflow in my life today. I want to walk in the power of God. I don't want to be bullied. I don't want to be defeated. I don't want to believe the lies of the devil ever again. Fill me with the power of God. Fill me with the power of God. Fill me with the power of God. Holy Spirit, come and fill the lives of your people. Fill the lives of your church. Help us to make a difference in this culture. In this culture, in this culture, listen to me. If I offended you about the Equality Act, I am not sorry. 
I will never apologize or back down for telling this church the truth of God's Word. Doesn't mean that we dislike or hate people who identify otherwise sexually. Absolutely not. We love them. But we want to love them into the place where the power of God can change them. Rather, listen to me, rather than allowing that little agenda to change us. I want to be full of the power of God. You need to pray that every day I'm full of the power of God. Because there's some folks that come against me. I wasn't going to tell this story, but a few weeks ago, we allowed an organization in to do an event. They paid for the building. After the event, they wanted a discount. They called me to complain. They started out with, well, you don't have Wi-Fi. Sure we did. Did you ask for a password? Then they went to, well, Zach didn't put on the screen. Well, did he have a run sheet? What's that? He didn't know what they wanted. Then they went to, there was nobody to let our girls in the building at 10 o'clock the day of the event. I was here. I let them in the building. I just didn't look like a pastor. I had a Hoka Hay shirt on. They never dreamed I was the pastor. And then the icing on the cake, the gal says, but those motorcycles parked out in front, that was just too much. I said, stop. The big orange one with the big Indian on the front that looks scary, that's mine. I ride it every day. I park it there. Quit griping. It's not going to matter. Oh, come on, somebody. You need the boldness to look them in the eye, whether they say they're believers or they're heathens, and say, stop. Stop. I'm not going to tolerate that junk. You say, man, that preacher's pretty hard. No, I'm actually a cupcake. Just don't talk about my motorcycle. We'll have a problem. You see, we've got to come to the place where we understand all this peripheral stuff that distracts us, discourages us, turns our eyes from the mission, has to fade away. And the only thing I care about is when I think about the Lord and all He's done for me. When I think about the fact that He saved me, that He raised me, that He filled me with the Holy Ghost. When I think about the fact that He healed me, that He's living in me, that I walk in the power of God every day. Nothing else matters! Oh, come on, sing it out and ask Him right now. Fill me. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Our prayer is that God will take this word and plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. Father, we pray for your great wisdom to infiltrate this listener, draw them to you, and take them gently down the road to their next destination in life. And if you're in need of a home church, we invite you to join us at Christian Heritage Church on Shera Road in Tallahassee, Florida. A multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. For a worship service where the presence of God has first place, you're invited to Christian Heritage Church. Sunday morning service is at 10.30, Wednesday evening at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For all the latest information, visit our website, chctoday.com.